Welcome into the Locker Room Talk podcast. I'm your host, Greg Williams, joined here by Ethan Wiles and Jeff Hunt. I know it's Monday, but yesterday was Father's Day, so happy late Father's Day to all those dads out there. How was your boys' weekend? All right. Got homework done and relaxed. What did you get for Father's Day, Jeff? I'm not a father. Supposedly. Okay. I'm not a father, so no. In quotation marks. It was good. I'm just dealing with some uh, some weird weather outside, so if I cut out, that's fine. Yeah, I know I got some storm. Well, somewhat stormy weather. It's starting to rain, but you can hear some. I don't know if you guys can hear, but some thunder and everything. I think Jeff might be the only place where it's not storming. No, it's uh, a starry skies right now. Jeff has that Texas weather, but you're well. You live close to Houston or Dallas? Which one? Houston. Houston. Yeah, you get, but uh, it's not tornado season or not tornado hurricane season. It's hurricane season. Oh, it is. Oh, well, there is a storm right now in the Gulf. So yeah, we'll have fun with that. I already <laughs> passed tornado. I already passed tornado season, so now it's your turn with uh, hurricanes. Yeah, it's your turn. Yep. So. A lot of uh, a big thing that happened over the weekend. Uh, there wasn't much besides maybe the you know, playoff games and everything, but the big headline early in the morning was Jeff, your Boston Celtics already making moves. Uh, the season has, hasn't technically even ended. Uh, they are going to trade Kemba Walker to the Oklahoma City Thunder for Al Horford, Moses Brown, and a 2023 second round pick. The Celtics will be trading Kemba and the 16th pick in this year's draft. How do you feel with that? Don't overthink this. I'm shaking my head. I, it's, it's, I'm shaking my head at it because we trade for a guy that we let walk a few years ago. So I don't get why we're bringing him back. And... Like of all the guy of all the guys that play that position, that's the dude we go after. I just and their Celtics fans are like, oh, we got Moses Brown. And I get he's you know he's young and he he's got the potential to be something, but it's like you couldn't. I just uh, it's a head scratcher. I just. I don't see it, but, you know. I will say, to Jeff's point, too, I was kind of shocked that they went after a guy that they had just released a couple of years ago or let go a couple of years ago. Like, I don't know. It just – no, I, I mean, I figured, okay, if they're going to trade him, fine. But, like, this move just says that there's things going on in Boston that they aren't reporting because well wasn't Kemba like a big uh he was like a big um like a big time financial boost right like his contract his contract well for the injury and the production that they were getting from him the contract they were trying to get off of it okay fine I can understand you getting off of it and to get somebody else to take him to Greg's credit they were going to have to move a pick for it okay fine you do that 
I have no issues with them trying to go get a big, but you have Jalen. I mean, you have a team here. You have a you have a deep, you have a good team here. Going, I mean, seriously, going and trade again, trading for a guy that you let go who's old. This is Al Horford we're talking about. He's old. His contract and his contract's barely under twenty to thirty million. So it's the same situation, just an older big man. Like, I'm gonna say it's not the same situation though. Um, I think uh, I don't know if you paid attention. There has been some insight coming from Boston media saying Kemba Walker was kind of a cancer in the locker room, um, even to a point where they told Blake Griffin to not go to Boston uh, when he was a free agent. Uh, it got that bad between Brad Stevens and Kemba. And the thing is, I think it's a win-win for both sides. It's a salary dump uh, from uh, Boston standpoint, even though you're bringing Al Horford in. He is very similar, uh, very familiar, I should say, with Boston, with that uh, talent on the roster with Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum. Yeah, this this isn't the same, you know, Al Horford from what, two, three, four years ago. Nonetheless, he still brings good value. He had, a, he had a good season in OKC. He was a little banged up, though, but he was he was the only guy besides uh, SGA there. So I like that. I did I, I, uh, credit to you for bringing what I said a couple of uh, a couple of uh, episodes ago about they're going to have to move another asset because of that contract. Yeah. A six, a 16th overall pick. I mean, that's, that's not going to do much for Boston. I think that's just good for OKC because they have like a thousand first round picks from here until like 2040. Um, and plus Boston's usually not that good drafting in those mid rounds or in the mid uh, first round. So I think it's a win for Boston. They're getting a guy that they're familiar with. They got a young center or power forward in Moses Brown to slide in uh, in the depth. And also, I mean, OKC, they, they're easily going to trade Kimball Walker again. Uh, that was gonna be my question, too, was going to say, like, I knew that the report of that had came out, but I didn't know if there was any follow-up to that or, or if there was any rumored teams. Yeah, uh, not, no, no rumor teams yet, but um, they've already told Kemba, like, hey, we're going to look for another trade partner. It makes sense. They got SGA. There's no point of having Kemba. No. It'll be interesting what they can do, if how they could trade Kemba, because, again, his value is at an all-time low right now, which maybe could be good for some other teams because you don't have to trade that much. But either way, I thought it was a good trade for both sides. I still think it's um... – it could still be a beneficial move for a team that's still looking for that Kemba Walker type. Like, obviously, if the reports are true that he is not a locker room guy, then, okay, that's a whole separate matter. But, you know, I think teams are willing to overlook that sometimes, especially for a guy who, like Kemba Walker, when he, you know, was in his prime, I mean, that man was electric. So, you know, maybe you never know. Maybe a, a new a change of scenery might be good for him and then, um, you know, just obviously for Boston as well. So I agree with you on that one, Greg. We'll see. I mean, uh, I hope everything works out for him, but it has to say something that this is the first time that you're in a you're at a new at a new team, new situation where the expectation is to win, and not even a full see full year into the new situation, you're already traded. That says something. It's and that's different, you know. And people love to bring up Jimmy Butler, but situations are totally different. But the, it ha, it has to be said that this this you went from Charlotte 
to a team with winning expectations and some admirations in that. And you're leaving the new team to OK to right as of right now, OKC with the stigma that you're a cancer in the locker room. Not a good look, in my opinion, but we'll see. I mean, I, I don't hate the Al Horford trade because I like Al Horford. It just it's just a head scratcher because you're trading for a guy for me. It's just because you're trading for a guy that you let walk a couple years ago. It's like of all the big men that you could go to fit that role. That's who you go get. But I can understand wanting to bring bring him back because he's familiar with the system and knows the guys all that well. So I'm fine with it in that in that in that sense. So Jeff, we'll as, see. A, as a guy who I specifically heard for the old men in soccer, shouldn't you be a huge fan of this move? Well, if you like, I mean. I'll put it to you like this. If you like, I mean, if Brad Stevens liked him so much, why did you not try to get to keep him instead of letting him go? That's, that's again, that's just, that's how I'm looking at this trade in terms of under him being familiar with the system and familiar with the guys. I understand making the move. It just, you, there's a reason you let him go and let him walk and then bring him back. So what's changed? So, I mean, we'll see. I, I'm I'm gonna say the the probably the thought process with a guy like um, Al Horford is he I mean he's getting paid a lot of money I mean when they first uh, when Horford's first signed with Philadelphia he was making 28 million dollars now he's be making 26 million I mean it's not that big of a difference but nonetheless he still he still made a lot of money I was pretty sure the thought process for uh, Boston was we can spend our money elsewhere. Just like a guy like Kemba Walker, you bring him in, a super uh, kind of like a superstar guy, it didn't pan out, and you're kind of like, well, Horford's actually doing pretty well. He had a really good year in OKC, averaged uh, 14 points a game, uh, his highest since um, he left Atlanta. So they're probably yeah. thinking, okay, he's still got some something in the tank, at least, again, a guy, uh, a fan favorite in Boston, knows the system, knows the teammates. Yeah. I'm pretty sure they're like, okay, since he's – actually doing pretty well, kind of, kind of almost worth that contract. Let's just exchange the two. Yeah. No, I mean, that's why I said, you know, again, that's why I said I could understand it from the point of, from the point of view that you brought up, Greg, it's just, it's just a head, it's just more of a head scratcher to me on the sense that you let him walk, but fine. I mean, but if you're Boston, if they're, I mean, you have a young team, Headlined by Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum, they need they need another guy in there, whether it be a just somebody else to take some pressure off of Tatum or Brown in the in some big moments to help them to sort of help them along, where it's not just you're relying on these two young cats to do it to do it game in and game out. But we'll see. I think the most interesting part of it is going to be. A, where Kemba goes, and then B, if he's able to pick up his legacy from when he, uh, from where he was before he started to fall off. So I'm looking at the Boston roster right now. Uh, you're going to say something, Ethan? Yeah, and just kind of what team wants to, you know, build around him, you know, whether it's not, whether he's more of an addition or if, you know, a team that has been on the downswing for a while brings him in and tries to, you know, 
build something around him. Yeah. So I'm looking at the Boston roster. I don't think Brad Stevens is done. I think uh, once the season is officially over, he is going to make other moves because they have a lot of young talent on their team. You got Carson Edwards, uh, Evan Fournier, but I think he's, I think he'll be a free agent. Romeo Langford, Aaron Newsmith, uh, Peyton Pritchard. I would assume they would keep Marcus Smart, but he's possibly another guy. Grant Williams and Robert Williams, the, uh, the third. Now, Robert Williams is a guy that they might actually uh, keep, but they have a lot of young guys that you can maybe, if there is a disgruntled superstar or at least a star, you can make an effort to say, hey, let's trade. They got picks. Um, why not? And yeah. obviously with, with Boston the past couple of years, they have missed in a lot of uh, draft picks, maybe besides Jalen Brown and uh, Jason Tatum, since they're like top three picks. It's hard to mess up on those, but – I mean, mid-round picks, second-round picks, it's been pretty hard for Boston to find a pretty good player. Oh, yeah. And, I mean, Brett's, I mean, Brett Stevens has his work cut out from, for him taking the job from Danny Ainge. So there's already shoes to fill. That's big. That's, that's already lofty shoes to fill. Um, but we'll see. My feeling, my from what I'm understanding, Marcus Smart will be traded. But we'll see. It's either him or it'll be or it'll be a slew of young kid or it'll be a slew of young kids for a star around the for some star around the league. But I hope it's this time around when they go after a star, whether it be on the free agent market or the trade form, that we're not getting we're not doing this again where we keep the dude for a year and then by the end of it he hates it. So we have to get rid of him. Because that's saying because this is just going to say more, add more questions into the Boston, into the Boston organization as to what is really what is going on. So Jeff, let me ask you as a Boston fan, um, where do you think this move puts the Celtics at this moment? Obviously, the offseason is still a long ways to go, and and we're not even done with this season yet. But yeah, the Eastern Conference is. I mean, in, in my opinion, they're a middle of a pack. They're a middle of a pack team. That's. Okay. I mean, because one, because I don't know who their coach is going to be. I'm hope. I mean, they're they have they they're interviewing two other guys plus Chauncey Billups for a second time around. Oh, give me that! I'd love that. <clears throat> so I'm hoping back in the league, but as a head coach. So I'm hoping Chauncey Billups is the guy. That's who I would want. Um, but. It's that it's the head coach who it's going to be, plus in terms of trade. In terms, are they going to trade a, a group of young guys for a star? If they move off of Marcus Smart, what are they? What are they bringing in and replace of him? Because Marcus Smart has been great for them. Um, Sounds like the Celtics are in rebuild mode. It's, it's tough because they got it's, two superstar players and Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum. Well, I mean, Ethan, to the, to the point, I mean, you, you know, you bring up rebuild when you've been, when you've been failing to make the Eastern conference finals or the NBA finals, but Eastern conference finals, you have to do something. I mean, yes, that's great. You have a bent, you have this great young team, but there's something missing. So you have 
if I'm Boston, you take that risk and group together a bunch of young kids and you go get a star across the league and bring them in. But my, then that's my fear. Even if let's say they go into free agency and they can, let's say lure Kawhi to Boston, like, is this going to, I mean, that's my thing is they went out and they got a star in Campbell Walker. But here we are, and it's the same thing when they went, they traded for Kyrie from Cleveland. After about a, we're not even, after one year with both those guys, they're gone because apparently they're a cancer. Like, that says something about your organization. Now, here you, are, here you have two quality players, one a superstar, one a star, and here you are yet again offloading them. So whether it be trade or free agency, the next star you bring in to line up against Tatum and Jalen Brown, it this needs to work. It, you, I'm all for going to get a great a, a key player that can help this team, but don't do it just for the name state that, oh, we need a star or superstar. Bring in somebody that is going to work with those guys and play with those guys. And it's going to be an added benefit to the locker room and not just you're, you're bringing them in because, oh, we need we need this caliber of a player. That's what I'm hoping. So we'll see. Long way to go. So to wrap up the Celtics talk here, um, they did – there's a $10 million difference between the Kemba Walker and Al Horford trade. So Celtics saved $10 million. Marcus Smart is slated to make $14.4 million next year. And Tristan Thompson's projected to make $10 million. Those are possibly two guys that could be on the way out just, just because their salary, if they were to bring in another star player, because that's right there, uh, $25 million that they would have to give up for potentially another star. Yeah, I mean, compare just compare just – quick for Marcus Smart, Tristan Thompson. If you get rid of those two, it's easier to replace, in my opinion, Thompson, than it would be Marcus Smart. Because you, you already got you already got Tristan Thompson's replacement in Moses Brown. Moses Brown, yeah. And but we'll I mean again we'll see. It's a long way to go. I mean I'm not I don't hate the Kimball Walker trade. It's just one I have to we'll see. We'll just see how it goes because but we'll see. Like I said there's more – I'm more curious about who they put in as head coach and then we go from there because I know he's not going to make a trade for a star. Brad Stevens won't make a trade, a big, big trade for a star until – of someone he doesn't know until he fills that spot as who's going to be the head coach. So going out west, um, we're going to take a, a day back a little bit. I know the Western Conf Conference Finals was today – We'll go back to Utah and L.A. That series wrapped up. Paul George, Terrence Mann, a.k.a. Kawhi Leonard Jr., Reggie Jackson, Mr. June. I mean, this was, I mean, unbelievable by the Clippers. They won in Utah. I know, technically, game six was in L.A., but they just demolished Utah both in both game five and game six. Yeah, and I was – Kind of surprised with game six. I figured you – I mean, that game six was a tale of two halves because Utah came out firing in the first half, and then they – Game five like was the same way. I mean, Utah was up by 20-something points, and they blew it. 
Uh, I don't know how you come out firing two straight games like that and do it and blow it again in the same fashion. I just, but hats off to the the Clippers for doing what they needed to do, and hats off to Paul George for proving everybody wrong. Yeah, I mean, I should have listened to Greg a while ago, and he said that the Jazz were just hurt and depleted. But I thought the Clippers were the same way. But yeah, I mean. That was just, yeah. The Clippers, they were the better team. Yep. Yeah, I mean, Paul George finally stepped up. Playoff P, I think um, the pandemic P is officially dead. But, hey, we'll talk about the Western Conference. They did play today. That was an entertaining game. I mean, it was unreal. Uh, Devin Booker, Paul George were just going after it. It was absolutely nuts. Suns ended up taking game one. Uh, they won 120-114. Devin Booker, I mean, he, here's the thing. Devin Booker has been a superstar in the league for the past maybe like two, three years, but he never got the recognition because Phoenix was just so bad. Now they're, in the, now they're on like a national stage. They're in the playoffs, Western Conference Finals, and people are finally getting to see like how dominant Devin Booker is. Dropped a 40-point triple-double today and was just unreal. Yeah. One hundred percent. I mean, everybody. I mean, we knew how good Devin Booker is, or at least I did. But to see him do it on this on this stage, where the question was, can the Suns do this without Chris Paul? And for them to continue where they left off without missing a beat was impressive. Um, hats off to. I mean, I'll give the. I mean, you give credit where credit's due. The Clippers fought 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 back and, you know, may, I mean, literally made this a game, especially coming off of two straight game, two straight games where you're fighting tooth and nail to get to this point. So, I mean, just by the way game one went, I think this will be another series, another long seven game series because I said, but we'll see. But I liked it. I was surprised by how the way Phoenix played. I figured they would be a little off given the the length, the amount of time that they were off. But hats off to them. They, without missing a beat, were the same team that they were in the semifinals. I'm with you. I thought the Suns would come out a little bit slower without uh, Chris Paul. But, yeah, I mean, to your point, Devin Booker just – he responded with all the hate that he – no, I shouldn't say hate, but all the questions that were – around him and around this team and he really answered him today i i unfortunately didn't get to see much of the game but the way twitter uh was talking about it at the end it seemed like it was something something crazy so yeah also shout out to deandre ayton 20 points nine rebounds and shot shout out to chicago bulls legend cameron Payne. um was the starting point guard today obviously because of cameron Payne with COVID 19 but he got chris 11 paul. points oh yeah chris paul uh, COVID-19. Cameron Payne, I don't know how many points he dropped, 11, I think, and uh, he he was he was a passer. He kind of took on that Chris Paul role and was like, hey, I'm going to distribute to Devin Booker, distribute to Jay Crowder. He took on that role, and that's amazing to see him. This guy was playing in China a couple months that's, ago. That's such a Chicago thing, though. I mean, you get rid of, or you get rid of a guy who's a bum in Chicago, Goes out somewhere. Oh, else I gotta find just, the. I gotta find the picture of the quote. Yeah, I mean, it's such a Chicago thing to have happen. 
Oh, I got to find it. Well, I mean, that says more. I mean, it just says more about the fact that at the time that Cameron Payne was in Chicago, that Chicago just, for whatever reason, it was Jim Boylan. I mean, Jim Boylan was just yeah. Didn't know. I mean, either didn't know how to use, didn't couldn't use them properly, just didn't fit the system or whatever. But you know, I mean, Chicago is on the up and I would say is on the up and up. They got some new guys, but no, back to but we'll see. I mean, I agree to an extent with you guys, but so the quote from says uh, someone from the Bulls organization on Cameron Payne in 2017. We knew the second practice that he couldn't play at an NBA. Oh, I saw this. I saw this earlier in the week. That was a quote by a member uh, in the Bulls organization. And here he is starting game one of the Western Conference Finals. And I think he came pretty close to dropping a double-double. Yeah. Well, I mean, to whoever, whoever in that Bulls organization that made that quote, uh, he's no longer in that Bulls organization. So Bulls fired you know. like everyone last year. Um, let's so, see. He dropped. Oh, yeah, close. Eleven points, nine uh, assists. Typical. No, so, but DeAndre Ayton has been lights out. Has been. He's growing up. <laughs> Actually, being a big everyone I mean, on that team is growing up, but I mean, he's being a bit. I mean, look at what he's doing. I mean, he shut down what AD then went into Denver, shut down Joker, the MVP of the league, and now he's doing this with the Clippers. So, yeah, no, obviously, you're not there anymore, Greg. But what, if anything, do you know is the vibe in Phoenix like? Well, the fact that my dad doesn't care about basketball at all and, like, he's very excited about the Phoenix Suns kind of just tells me right there that, you know. I hope, too, and I, I only know this because we're this close, but I hope, like, the Suns win, like, on the road and, and they have to come back and your dad's working at the airport and he just doesn't know what's going on. So, Team just comes back and there's just fire cannons going off everywhere. And I he actually, let's see, he actually, I texted him today about the game. He's like, oh, that's cool. He's like, yeah, I could be working right now. Uh, God, let me see it. Uh, they asked me to stay until 6 p.m. to work the Dodgers charter today. Uh, he's yeah. like, I, I said, no, it's too hot outside. Oh, well, okay. Yeah, I guess I could see that. So, yeah. Huh? Are they in Arizona? Yeah. So they're about to leave. So he could have met possibly like Mookie Betts, Jeff's hero. Yeah, they're headed over to San Diego. Big series for that. That'd be a good one. So uh, game one already happened, but I want I want to know uh, who you guys think is going to win. Jeff says it's going to go seven. So I'm, I'm I'm interested of who you guys think is going to win. I'd say you know I'd say the Clippers. I, I want to. I'll say the Clippers. I wouldn't be surprised if Phoenix takes us to LA too. Well, but I'll, 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 I'll take the Clippers. Uh, how do we have an estimated time on when uh, Chris Paul is back? Well, here's or the thing. Kawhi. It's at, it's at least okay. I was gonna say this for my pick. Chris Paul. We know the timetable. It's about ten to fourteen days. So he possibly is gonna miss three. Maybe four. I don't think it'll be four. So I think three games. Kawhi Leonard is a question mark that there is no timetable. We we have no clue if he's going to return game two, game three, and game one four. Of, one of them is an injury and the other is a, just you know, sick. Whether, 
whether you're symptomatic or asymptomatic or not, you know, yeah. I mean, obviously if you're symptomatic, you're going to get some effects there, but hopefully he isn't. But um, yeah, I, it's tough for me. I mean, I think the Clippers do have enough in the tank. Like they just beat the jazz, but I I truly want to root for the underdog here. I, I don't think the Suns are, they might be the underdog in the series. I'm not exactly sure how that works, but. I think the Suns are like, the favorite. Okay, well then, I well as far as like they're at least the favorite today, so I'm not I sure. I guess I guess maybe underdog was the the wrong term. Maybe the smaller market team because yes. Phoenix, LA, obviously much different. But I'm gonna go with the Suns. I think the series does go six or seven. I think it's gonna be that good. But I do think the Suns win the series or win the uh yeah. All right, so this is very tough for me, obviously, because I, I, I was in Phoenix for a year. I like Devin Booker. I'm also a big Kawhi Leonard fan, so this is just a conflict of interest here. Just both sides I really, really like. The reason, though, I mean, you, you could say because Kawhi's not active that you aren't rooting for the Clippers. Yeah, I mean, I was pretty much going to go that way. Uh, because, again, like I just said, like the, we know Chris Paul's timetable. We don't know Kawhi. We don't know what's going to happen with that. You said it to Ethan. It's an injury. It's and it's an ACL injury. That could yeah. just we just don't know. Uh, Chris Paul, we do know, and he looks. I mean, he made a TikTok video today, so I, I mean, he looks good anyway. But um, yeah, I'm I'm gonna go with Suns. Um, I think they're the better overall team without Kawhi on that court. They showed it today. They Monty Williams made a good point in the press conference that they've been in a lot of close games, and even though they're a young team, they found a way to pull it out. Um, saw Devin Booker. He's the best player in the, in the, in the series. I know you said seven, but I'm going to stick with my guy. Suns and four. Okay. That's fine. I mean, we'll see. I mean, let's not write off the Clippers just yet because they've been down 2-0 in both I was going to say that too. Yeah. And they've, and they've come back. So, I mean, then again, Phoenix is a different animal when it comes to that, but we will 100% see. I only said seven games because I think the West Finals deserves it, or the NBA. Well, I can I can very yeah. well see it going like six or seven. I mean, just today today's game, like once it went into the fourth quarter, it was like that. it's game one of the fourth quarter, and this game is just unreal yeah, yeah. just because it was going back and forth, back and forth. And yeah. Paul George was sensational. Devin Booker was sensational. And it was just like – we got like we at least got three more games. Yeah, so we'll see. I I loved it. Game one was great. Game two, game two will be just as good, if not better. So, uh, one game that was unbelievable. Game seven between Milwaukee and Brooklyn, just an instant classic. That's I mean that's that's all you got to say. It was just an instant classic. KD, Giannis, overtime, buzzer beater, air balls. The fans chant counting down or counting up. It was unbelievable. Yeah. Um, the Nets got stunned. And yeah. Hats off hats off to Giannis and Milwaukee for doing what I figured the Nets were gonna do, which was regret not winning game six. Yeah. I mean I, I, Jeff pretty much nailed it. 
I think we were all pretty much stunned. Uh, I didn't think any of us thought the Bucks were really going to do it. Um, I know one particular person that did, but you know he w- he will re- remain nameless here. But whatever. He's also a Bears fan, so I don't know why he would root for that team up north, but that's besides me. I don't think – well, first of all, I mean, we got to got to touch on the game that happened tonight before we talk about anything in the future, so. Yeah, I mean – I Because mean, I'm interested in the next series, but we have to introduce that series first. So. Yeah, no, I, I know I hear you. I mean, both, fi- both finals – uh, conference finals are going to be great. Um, the Nets, however, I, I want to do point out uh, anybody that's being harsh on KD, like let's be, I mean, the circumstances are completely freaking different to be comparing. I mean, yes, yes, KD, because he's a superstar, is going to get, get the attention, but he played admirably three straight games to end to do this. You have I mean, we've said we say this with LeBron and we're going to say it with KD. I was just about to say it. Yep. If you're going to if you're going to sit here as a star winning the conference final, somebody else has to step up, and it can't just be you can't just sit here and rely on KD. KD is not LeBron James in that way. Yes, KD took over three straight games, but somebody KD else has to step up. KD took over his team better than fucking LeBron did. I agree. So I mean. But that's to take credit away from Milwaukee. Milwaukee played their asses off to win this series. You can't sit there and deny them that. I just think Milwaukee was healthier. Yeah, that too. That too. I mean, for game for game five, you know, we were you know, you guys said it the last episode about their defense. My opinion on that was that if Milwaukee had just attacked James Harden, this is over in game six the way Milwaukee played game six, that it would have been over. There would have been no game seven. But I said it uh, the last episode that, you know, or that episode after the game five, the game five defeat that if I'm the Nets, I'm trying to end this in game six. And, but I didn't think they were going to do it too straight, but I did, if it went back to Brooklyn, I didn't think Milwaukee was going to do it two straight games. And, Hats off to them for proving me wrong that they did it for two straight games and they're now on their way to play the other team in the East Finals. I know uh, with Brooklyn too. I mean, here's the thing: like you said, Jeff, you know, you got to give KD if you hate him or not for what he's done in the you know going to superstar teams and everything like that. He dropped what 50 points in Game Five. You know, Game Six, the whole team struggled, and Game Seven almost drops 50 points. Played every single minute. After just tearing his Achilles the past year, James Harden's on one leg. Kyrie Irving's done. Joe Harris looks like Ben Simmons out there a little bit. But, um, I mean, yeah, it's unbelievable what he what he did. I mean, Brooklyn probably could have won if Katie's uh, shoe size wasn't a size 18. Um, I mean, that, that step back, that fadeaway three, uh, well, two-pointer, I guess, was just unreal. And the performance that he did, same with Giannis, too, um, was unreal. But I will say this for – for Brooklyn, I think this pisses them off because, I mean, they're very active on Twitter, KD, Kyrie, and maybe not as much as James Harden. But like, it's going to piss them off because now now we're going to get into the offseason and people are going to act shocked 
when they add like another superstar or star player and be like, whoa, why did they do that? Well, I don't know. You guys are fucking roasting them when they yeah, lost. I would say, I would say this. I don't think they go out and get another superstar. They no, might they, go out They definitely get, will. They will definitely I, get, know, they, I, they will get a star. If they, if they, if they have the money, great. Go do, you know, you do you. I honestly, if I'm the, if I'm, if I'm Brooklyn, I go out and get some, upgrade your bench a little bit and go get some better defense. I wouldn't say better defenders, but some good defense, some better options for your defense and improve on it. Literally, but, if you're Brooklyn, all you have to do is just get someone that can stop uh, Giannis. That's all you got to do. Cause that was the only issue why they really couldn't get anywhere. They, they couldn't stop Giannis. Blake Griffin just was not enough. Get someone like Andre Drummond or something like that. You're good. You're honestly do that and go get some guys that aren't as streaky as you have on your team. That needs to be said, but we're going to see, we're going to see if you're, I will say this, if you're the East, you better, whoever's in the East finals, you better relish this opportunity and get it because Brooklyn isn't going away. And if I'm the East, Brooklyn is, is going to be on a tear next year. Oh yeah. So one team that the one team that's gonna face Milwaukee is the Philadelphia 76ers. Ben Simmons sucks, man. He is god awful. Was it Philadelphia? I thought it was Atlanta. Yeah, wait a minute. Uh, I don't know what I said. Philadelphia versus Atlanta. <laughs> I don't know what what I say. The team that will be playing the Bucks is the Atlanta Hawks. They beat the Philadelphia 76ers. I thought oh, I said it the other way around. And yes. Ben Simmons sucks. He is god awful. I cannot stand him. Let me let me just say this uh, on ESPN. Steve, Stephen A. has already said that if you're the Philadelphia 76ers, Ben Simmons better be traded. I think everyone can see that. Yeah. Here, here but, again. But here, here's here, the thing: who's gonna want him? There's a team. I mean, shit. It's the same thing with like Sacramento uh, Kings, Orlando Magic. Yeah, just somebody to get a star. But here's the, here's the thing. I won't I won't hate on Ben Simmons. Magic. Ben, ben Simmons is a good you know is a good player, good defender. Yes, but good good. Well, I mean, <laughs> is he a star in this league? Yes, he is because of the way he play. He can the what the things that he does on offense to an extent, but the way he plays D makes him at least a star. As far as what Philly is trying to do and their admirations and where they want to get to, he's not the guy. So, but no, the, what happened this series, all it does really is say, is just add the pressure that Ben Simmons needs to be traded. And Doc Rivers, the questions now, again, to intent, to the intensity up, up 10th degree, are you still an elite coach? That's all this is going to be. I mean, seriously, those are the questions. And for Joel Embiid, I pray that he can stay healthy because he is as advertised when it comes because he's good. We're going to see. I mean, hats off to Atlanta, though, 100%. This 100% hats off to Atlanta for doing what they do. I just don't know how do you lose to Atlanta when Trey Young shoots five for 23. Just – how? I know Kyle Huter, you know, he had a great game, but, like, the star player on that team, the only star player on that team was awful. And mm-hmm. 
Remember when I said, remember when I said, just said that the questions of Doc Rivers will now be intensified? Well, with Trey Young going, being piss poor, there you go. That's true. Like, and I, and here's the thing is, I still think Doc Rivers is a good coach in this league, but a regular season coach. Yes. Yep. I'm, and that's all fair, a fair assessment. It's but the boss I, and Homer and you, you fuck. Here's the thing. Kawhi Leonard and remember the big thing about the Clippers, like even like Kawhi, Paul George was like, thank God he's gone. That's what yeah. they said. And all everyone was like roasting them saying, oh, you know, you can't blame a Hall of Fame head coach and everything like that. And I was kind of like, eh, uh, they, they, they might be right. Yeah. I mean, could he be gone at the end of this season? Sure he could. It's Philly. But I don't see them moving off of him this quick i see him having at least one more year and then being done if this happens again but ben simmons is gone there's just no because state. ben simmons was so bad it took all the attention off doc rivers yep and well the ben simmons thing the problem the problem there is you 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 either take him off the last three minutes of the game because he can't shoot or you bring him on the last three minutes because he's a great defender, but he can't shoot. Like, no, I mean, all he did was hurt that team, even with how great he is on defense. All, he's did, all he was was a liability on that freaking team. Um, but I'm not going to – but, again, I'm not going to – I don't want anybody to take any credit away from Atlanta. Atlanta played their asses off. They they're the surprise team of this entire playoffs because compared to Phoenix, at least Phoenix has deep has a better roster and they don't just have one guy. Which is why I'm so excited for this next series. I think it'll be interesting to see because the Bucks beat a really good team that was depleted. And now you're going to play a really good team that is healthy and that has a young sharpshooter in Trey Young. So, yeah, Herter had a great game tonight. Can he keep it going? That's what's going to be interesting to me. But I just – I don't think the Bucks proved anything. The Hawks did. Uh, the the I, I will say this. I see where you're going with this, but the Bucks are about to be favorite in every game. Yeah. Okay. Doesn't yeah. mean they're going to win every game. I don't expect – I expect the that Bucks, to be – The expect, Bucks prove nothing to me other than the fact that they can beat a Brooklyn Nets team that missed like three three of their best players. It says, something, it says something to the fact that they made that a series after game one. Okay. Well, yeah, well, okay. yeah, when Kyrie goes down and James Harden's out too. Well, I mean, that's kind of easy to make it. I get where you're going with this, but I expect this to be a gentleman's sweep. But then again, we ex also expected the Nets to win and fight to be a gentleman's the Nets series to be a gentleman's sweep for the Nets. We there's other things, but no, I mean Atlanta played well. We'll see. We'll see, see if they can continue this, this ride. We'll see. I don't. I mean, I personally think both of these series go past five. I mean, I know that's easy to say, but like, I, I think that both of these series could go six or seven. I see that. I'm only saying Suns and four because I'm like, I've got to respect my guy. Um, 
That was in Denver. I, I, but, I think um, out of the two of them, that that Sun series probably has the better odds of going seven. But I I think if I'm making picks, and I guess I'll start them off here. Yeah, I'm taking Suns in seven and Hawks in six, and it's gonna be such an epic NBA Finals. Phoenix and Atlanta, like who would have thought? I got Phoenix uh, right now. I have the Suns and Bucks. Still a crazy NBA Finals. Oh, I, I mean, absolutely. But, you know, we said that the moment the Lakers went the Lakers went down just because now it just – of the possibilities. And guess what? Yeah, here, are some of the poss- here are some of the possibilities that we were talking about. But it would be such an NBA thing to still have an L.A. team in the finals. I don't see that. I, I, it would be it would mean so much more to the to the to the league if Phoenix is in it rather than L.A. without Kawhi. Yeah, yeah. I think both but, I think both series are interesting. Um, so, hey Jeff, are you are, you said something about a gentleman sweep? But I just want to make sure you're um, you're going Bucks. How many games? Five or uh, five gentlemen sweep five. So I'm very torn between the Hawks and Hawks and Bucks because I don't want to make the same mistake going against the Hawks because I went with New York because of D Rose. I went with Philly because I liked uh, Joel Embiid. Um, but again, they, they, they proved me wrong in both those series. Um, the Bucks, I mean, they got Giannis and that's going to be a very hard, that's a hard player to stop. And I look, you look at the lineups, it'd be Trey Young and Drew Holiday, Kyle Huter and um, Chris Middleton. Uh, I I don't really know who the small forward is for um, Atlanta, but the power forward is going to be John Collins and possibly Giannis, and like Clint Capella and uh, – it was uh, Bug. No, it was Bogdanovich. Like... Bogdanovich, yes. Bogdanovich, yeah. So, B.J. Tucker with mm-hmm. Bogdanovich and Clint Capella, Brooke Lopez. That's a – that's very that's a very balanced. I think the only thing that gives me a little question mark is Giannis and John Collins. I know John Collins is athletic. Giannis is a different he, he's just a different human being out there. Um, the thing that I I was talking to our sports guy at, at the station. It's like if you can force Giannis though to take shots. Oh yeah, you're golden. It's all you need to do, and I think that that was exposed, and that's why I think that the Bucks didn't prove anything to me. That's why I don't well, think they win this series. The reason I do is because if Trey Young has another has an off night like he did tonight, or I will say guys, I will say this is one did. night. But look, but look what they still did with an off night, though. And this is it, one night out of how many Trey Young has exploded for. The Bucks are a different animal. It's just like the uh, what I said about the uh, the Clippers. If they go down 0-2, that they could come back. But the Suns are a different breed when it comes to the it comes to the teams that they've done that to. The Buck for Atlanta, the Bucks are a different breed when it comes when it comes to doing what they've been doing. I mean, I hope that Atlanta plays well and they make it a series, but. The way, but we'll see. I'm just going. I'm just basing this on how Milwaukee's been doing, and the fact that they, after getting their teeth knocked out in the first game, and yes, the Nets were hurt, but you still had KD. You still, they still had, and they were still rolling. 
to an extent. So we'll see. So let's see. Me, I'm I'm gonna go Hawks in six. Uh, I didn't really clarify, but yeah, I gotta go Hawks. You know, I, I like I like Suns Hawks matchup. So me and uh me and Ethan going the same here, and Jeff's going Suns and Bucks. Should be interesting. Should be fascinating to see. Uh, Clippers have never won a championship. They actually ended their conference finals uh, drought of 50 years. Suns have never won a championship. The Atlanta Hawks haven't won a championship in Atlanta. The last time they won a championship was when they were in St. Louis. And Milwaukee hasn't won a championship since 1971. And this is the first year without uh, since 1994 that we have not seen a number one seed in the conference finals. Um, I also, before you go to the NHL, I do want to mention this. Ben Simmons, there's a possible trade for James Harden. 76ers possibly could have got James Harden, but they said, nope, we like Ben Simmons. We'll stick with him. And now his value is an all-time low. He'll be lucky if they even get a first-round pick out of him. Wasn't there reasoning for not doing the James Harden trade because we like their defense, because we like his defense? And we like it, yeah, and we like his potential or something like that. What, okay, so just just quick before we move on to the NHL. Uh, a, what potential <laughs> after how many years? That is, he's shown that he's going to live up to it. And two, uh, as with this series, Philly, uh, I dare you to go ask your fan base what they think of his defense. His defense is still good. Like, it's not like – he. He was a liability in the uh, defensively in the in those in the semifinals. Offensively, he was, but you know, I, I again, you know, neither here nor there. But you know, hey, you lose some, you win, you win some, you lose some, and Philly's losing some. So, yeah, I'm not trusting the process anymore. So yesterday, <laughs> um, Tampa Bay and New York are now tied two to two. Uh, Tampa uh, Tampa Bay lost three to two to the Islanders. That's been an entertaining series. New York has been an entertaining team throughout these playoffs. I have not caught one minute of it, but I know there's been some big hits. Uh, I saw one highlight. Tampa Bay, like, could have tied that game, but it was an incredible save by the defenseman just going across the goal line. That was that mm. was nuts. It's been chippy since game one, and I don't think it's going to, you know, no. stop anytime soon. Uh, nope, this series is as advertised, and as I said – I expected to go seven. Yep. Yep. I think both of them do personally. I think the Montreal one. Yeah. I mean, I know that, you know, we'll get into that here in a minute, but both of these series are as advertised. Let me correct um, you. Let me correct you. We're going to get into how you were wrong in a little bit. Yeah. I picked, uh, I picked Montreal to win game three and they won game three. I picked. Uh, That's on. No, no, because we did not have any predictions for Montreal and Montreal Vegas for game, game three. Or today in our group chat. Okay. But anyway. Sue me that much. Sue me that much. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Back to Tampa. Go Lightning. Well, yeah, go go the Islanders. But, you know, maybe, seven, maybe. Seven. There's no NBA game tomorrow, so I might actually watch some hockey. That's the only thing going on at night. Well, baseball, but not entertaining as playoffs. That one, honestly, if you're going to watch a series, I would recommend watching this game. Out yeah. of the Vegas, if you like, if you like chippiness and guy and potential, yeah. potential of a fight. Yeah, this would be the series. There is always something going on on every stoppage. And plus, this is the 
the rematch of last year's Eastern Conference Finals too. So, yeah, there's a chippiness involved here. But now, you know, I'm not surprised that this is back and forth because these two teams are good. Um, I would hope so. They're in the conference finals. <laughs> I mean, I would hope so too. But no, these are the two best. I mean, they're showing, in my opinion, they're showing that these will be the, as I've said, that the the Stanley Cup champion would come out of the East and they're showing it right now. So we'll see. Yeah, I, I mean, I like Vegas a lot, but if they can't even put Montreal away in five or in, in five games, it's it's gonna be close. I think either yeah, I'm with you, Jeff. Whoever comes out of that New York Tampa series is gonna win the cup. Yeah. So uh game five is uh tomorrow. It's gonna be in Tampa. To me, Tampa wins this game, it's over. Uh I mean that's what you guys said about game three and then they lost. We didn't say four. game three. Well, game three, no one said the series was over in game three. That's it. I did say the Clippers win game five, series is over. But Okay, okay, smart ass. But anyway. Just saying, so, someone did say that on the show. I'm... Yeah, but if you go back and listen to that series, the way you guys were talking, that series, the series would be over after game three. Anyway, but um, no, I mean, we'll see. I mean, but I mean, I just, we'll see. Game five should be fun. Um, if I had a pick, I'd say I wouldn't be surprised if Tampa does it, but I'm going to stick with it. I'll pick the Islanders again. I do think this is the one the Islanders will steal. So I think I'll take New York on this one, but Tampa Bay will come back in game six with their backs against the wall and win and force a game seven. So it sounds like I'm going Tampa. I'm going Tampa. He's going New York. I don't know what Jeff's doing. He says he's going one team. He's like, I don't know if that team's going to win, though. I might go here. I haven't done I said I picked the Islanders. All right, you're picking the Islanders. Picking yeah, the Islanders. So Are you sure? Because you just said a couple minutes, a couple seconds ago, like, uh, Tampa should win. But I do have Tampa the Islanders in the series. Tampa, I mean, Tampa, on, I mean, if we're going on paper, Tampa should win. But I did who you, say. Who do you think is going to win this game? Just I said who, New York. Okay. You also said Tampa, too, a couple seconds ago. I'm just saying I wouldn't be surprised if Tampa wins. That's all I said. That's all I said. It's all, all right, I Jeff, said. Jeff is picking both teams to win the game, so we'll see I how that goes. Said, no, I said I picked, I picked Tampa. Or, oh, my God. I picked New York. To win. Exactly. You're, you don't. In my head, I haven't completely. You, have both, you, you want a tie. I get it. Anyway, I would love for it to end in, end in a fucking tie, for crying out loud. But anyway, no. Give me, soccer give me uh, New York to win. All right, the other game today, Vegas won two to one. Um, Robin Lehner, former Chicago great there, uh, starting over. Mark Andre Fleury for the first time in a long time. He was he was magnificent tonight, um, and it was pretty. It was it went into overtime. Should have listened. Yeah. Yeah. Should have listened. For what? Robin Lehner is so good. Why did Mark Andre Fleury be? was starting the playoffs but anyway I, I don't have the answers to those questions Jeff I'm not the coach but I do know that Robin Lehner was a stud tonight and I I, I, I hope said, so if you if I'm putting you in net over Mark Andre Fury I hope you're doing something 
And Jack suspects like everyone to be great. It's not like Montreal didn't make this a game. They did. Took them to OT. You want a cookie? <laughs> I was about to say, you want a cookie because Robin Leonard went played well? Good. You're in the you're in the Western Conference Finals of the Stanley Cup playoffs. I hope you play well if I put you in net. But anyway. No, Mon- I mean, Montreal played ab- play great game three. Like I said, they were going to play game three, and they were going to win over U2. And then uh, as far as Vegas is concerned, I mean oh, – Jeff, I wait. I'm going to cut you off there. I like how you're like, oh, I told you we were going to do – they were going to win game three, but we didn't even make a prediction for game three. Yeah, we did. No, we, we did not. We skipped over it. Oh, my God. That's why I said in our chat, like, hey, I, we forgot to do a prediction. I, well, in the chat, I think I said game that Montreal would win game three. Anyway, for crying out loud. Now, now I have to go back. Oh, my God. Are you really going to – for everybody looking, he's going to try and – Gonna try and see if I said game Vegas Montreal was gonna win, so he doesn't have to listen to I told you so. You did anyway. say Montreal was gonna win for game four. <laughs> game three. Oh, if it wasn't see. the last episode, it was the one before it. That's impossible. Yeah, you're predicting game three before game two happened. We did talk before we did talk the night of game two. No, no, I gotta check this. Oh my god. Any okay. I'm even confused. Oh, no, we talked the night of game three. Okay, well, whatever. Anyway. Oh, hmm. oh, 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 any oh now um, that that you signaling your white flag or something like that. Boy, it, uh, oh boy. Yeah, I got I got the boy. Anyway, it ain't a good look right now. I, I need to. Maybe I should stop drinking. But oh, anyway. Oh, wait a minute. Oh, shit. Greg, he might. Oh, no. Greg, he's right. Oh, no. Is he? I, don't know, I can't. I probably went past it, it. Yeah, because they played game three on Friday. Oh, no. So I am looking in the chat, though. I have not seen any prediction. <laughs> one was, one was uh, game three. Friday. So he would have had to make it on the podcast. So I think he's right. We didn't talk about it on the podcast, though. We had to make a prediction. We didn't. We didn't because I remember I put in the chat, hey, we didn't talk about it. Well, maybe we're all wrong. Anyway, any, okay, anywho. What the fuck? Anywho. <laughs> you, you, good, you good over there, Jeff? Or, or what? Nothing. Anyway, no, uh, Montreal, I mean, Vegas played well tonight. This is another series that is as advertised. Uh, I'm more surprised how Vegas is doing, pulling a Winnipeg here and not putting Montreal away. Um, but hats off to Montreal for playing their asses off. I'm gonna have to look. Up, I'm gonna have to look at the last episode and be like, hey, "Oh, here, here, Jeff, let me play the whole hockey segment for you so you can listen to it." I think this is going to be a case of the winner of the next game, I think, will take it. I think mm. it's going to be all about momentum at that point, and whoever wins and takes a 3-2 to two lead, I think, will um, will take it in six. That's why, that's why I based my Tampa Bay Lightning thing. Whoever, whoever yeah. can win game five 
I think is, is going to going to win because it's going to be very hard to win two games in a row against what I mean when to win game six or game and game seven is going to be very hard to do. So Jeff, game four, who are you going with? This is our prediction. All right, we, we're we're getting it on this episode. Uh, game five, who do you think is going to win? I expect New York to oh, win. Oh, here we go. I expect. No, I don't want – who do you expect? Who are you picking to win? I'm picking New York, and I'm picking Montreal. Vegas and New York. Tampa and Vegas. Oh, sorry. No, wait. Are we doing games or series? Game, game, game. Okay, yeah. New York and uh... – Vegas. New York and Vegas. Okay. Well, Jeff, just just to clarify, that is our prediction for game fives. All right. So okay. If you want to go back, listen. Here okay. It is. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Going to Major League Baseball just to wrap it up here. Um, Cubs are not looking too good. Boston is looking good. Um, Shohei Otani, pretty good at this baseball thing. Fantasy God. Also, Kyle Schorber lately. You see his numbers? Yeah. Matt, he did. Cubs, here's the thing. Cubs let Nicholas Castellanos go. They let Kyle Schorber go. They let you Darvish go. Pain. Just pain. Hey, but we got Jason Hayward. We got Zach Davies. Cy Young runner-up right now. But you know who we do have, Greg? Jake Arrieta, too. You know who we do have? The best player in all of baseball, Patrick Wisdom. Also, Jeff, are you still on board with your whole Mookie Betts is better than Mike Trout thing? Yes. God damn, you're drunk. You guys he say, he did can. say he has to lay off the alcohol, so um, hopefully that you, helps. You can have Mike Trout, and I'll take Mookie Betts, and we'll both be good at the end of the day. I'll take my World Series championships over Mike Trout, but okay. Um, I will say, you act like a World Series championship is won by a person. And you – I'm surprised uh-huh. how we – we factor in very little postseason play when it comes to baseball. But last time I checked, it, Mookie Betts didn't win the World Series by himself. And last time I checked, he Mookie showed Betts up in the postseason. Last 500 foot home runs. Okay, great. All power to Mike Trout for blasting 500 home runs. Ask him. Ask him which you would rather have. Ask him which one he would rather be in: the postseason or blasting 500 foot home runs. I don't know. Ask uh, ask Mike Trout what his contract is compared to Mookie Betts, and I think he can answer that question for you. Cool. You're making three hundred four. You're, you're what getting paid over three hundred million dollars per year for the next what 10, 10, 14 years, and you haven't been to the postseason. But wait, now, him not making the postseason is his fault, though. And let's see, Jeff. So Jeff, you got to answer that. Him not so making the postseason relies on him like it's it's all his fault about your career that you haven't been to the postseason and you've had teams around you to do it well i mean you gotta think about it 
the Astros cheated for a lot of his career. Yep. And by your earlier tweets, there were other teams also cheating too. Do you want to go into that? There's a lot of other teams that were cheating, yes, but they okay. Had so, I mean, just by that tweet, just by the tweets that you from that individual that I'll let you fucking talk about if you want to. Uh, That's just a whole other. The Astros weren't sure. the only ones doing it. Wait, Jeff, you're you're a you're a Red Sox fan, right? Yeah. They're like Ted Williams never win a World Series. Okay. So I'm gonna I'm just gonna say this now. Mookie Betts is the best Red Sox in in, uh, in that franchise. I think he's better than Ted Williams, to be honest. Light years ahead of him. Hey, he's won a championship I there. Know, I am not. I am not doing this with you. I know where you're going with this. You can make. You can I maybe even so, make the yeah, argument that what, Mookie Betts is better I, than Ken Griffey Jr. because he's got a ring. This is what I get sick of. I get asked a question, and then hey, I'm using your logic to it, though. Okay, we're talking about Mike Trout and Mookie Betts. Yeah, but I'm just using your okay. logic now okay. for the greatest. So he beat. Okay, so Mike Trout by statistics is probably a better is well, that probably is is a better. Okay, fine. Is a better ball player. Fine, but. If, again, if we three are drafting drafting fucking players, and you and Ethan have one and two, and it's my and you can have Mike Trout and Mookie Betts. Either way, you take one of them, you're going to be fine. They're two damn good ball players. Who the fuck gives a shit? Okay, great. He's got a okay. His war is outrageous. Okay, that says something. When most of your career up till the past two seasons. And two thousand, and other than two thousand fucking twelve, you haven't had anybody on that fucking team. Has to be said that your ass has never been in the postseason at all, and you had teams around you, you had guys around you. What year did uh, Mookie win the? Wait, did oh with the Dodgers, right? Uh... What? He won it with the Dodgers, not the Red Sox. One of the both. When uh, when did he win it with the Red Sox? Jeff, you're the Red Sox fan here. 2018. All right. You guys keep talking. I want to find out. Or, Greg, if you want to, find uh, doing it right now. the stats for Mookie Betts in 2018 compared to Mike Trout. And I just want to see where we're at here. Oh, They're God. two different type of fucking hitters, too. This is the fu- – I mean, seriously. You're hey, what, what, would, what, what would you classify different the type of hitters? So what, can you say that with Mike Trout, that he's, like, kind of both? <laughs> I bet's like, over 300 and hits, like, 50 home runs a year. Okay. Okay. I have you can't said – t- <laughs> You can't say they are two different types of hitters when, you know – they practically. Uh, Trout is more of a power hitter than a contact I, hitter. I'll give him that. I'll give him that. But when we're talking about Mookie Betts and Mike Trout, Mike Trout's more of a power hitter. I'll give him that. I have said Oops. repeatedly that I'm a homer, so I will take Mookie Betts. <laughs> you guys, at like, I mean, seriously, you guys at like Mookie Betts is some some piece of trash ball player compared to Mike Trout. 
anyone compares Mike Trout as a piece of trash ball player. Let's be honest. Fine, but not Mike Mookie Betts. Fine. He's not. Yeah, but I think your reasoning for it's like for just to say he's better because of a championship is. I've said repeatedly, I value postseason play more than more than most most people that talk baseball. Oh God! Here we go. He broke his mic. (laughs) Oh God! Should be sued because that's a terrible way for, especially baseball too. Well, hey, with the logic though, Ted Williams is pretty much garbage to Mookie Betts. He's laughing. He's laughing his ass off right now. So, um, in 2018, Mike Trout. Three, three, batted 312, on-base percentage of 460, uh, 40 home runs, 80 RBIs. I think he was hurt, though, too. Hmm. He was. I think he still won the MVP, did he? He won an MVP. Um, and Silver Slugger. Oh, no, he was second in MVP and Silver Slugger. I know I know Mookie Betts had a pretty decent year. He batted 346. I think Jeff just gave up on everything. He batted three what a, three, what a way three to end the show. He did uh, Mookie Betts did win his only MVP or his uh he did win the MVP. Um 346 on base percentage of 430. Um, 32 home runs, 80 RBIs. Played right. a couple more games than Mike Trout. All right. I'll give it to him. Fine. Too bad he's not here to listen to that. I'm hearing you. I'm right here. Well, we can't hear you over. Some Houston I mean, problem. I mean, you guys hear me. Sounds like you're talking out of your ass, to be honest. I gotta, I gotta make a Twitter poll tomorrow. No, Jeff, because your mic is broken and it sounds like you're eight miles away. So yes, it does sound like you're talking out of your asshole. I like your catchphrase now. Can you sue me? Yeah, that's fucking point. So, we wanted to talk about baseball. Somehow, Jeff wanted to boast about Mookie Betts. Um, um, Otani. Yeah, we were, we were supposed to talk about him. He'll be in the home run derby. Um, I hope Vlad can be in it, too, with that dump truck on uh, behind him. Um, I mean, what Otani is doing is unbelievable. It's, it's going to be great to finally see a starting pitcher participate in the home run derby. <laughs> Good God, I didn't even think about it that way. Wow. I think he's, I mean, he's just mashing shit every time he gets up. You don't see Mookie Best doing that. No, good for him. I couldn't hear him. I don't know Tony for playing well. 
I think he said good for Otani for playing well. Yeah, I, I, I don't, I don't know. Well, another another baseball news to uh, the Rays called out the top prospect in baseball, Wander Franco, and the Rays, I believe, are like what tied with the Red Sox or one game behind them, even though they're like trying to tank, but they can't tank. The Rays have been on a skid, but the the interesting thing that's going to uh, – what was my point going to be? Oh, man, that sucks. I just definitely lost my train of thought on that one. Pain trying to track the storm that's been going on. Now, here's the thing, though. Wander Franco. Oh, yes, Wander Franco. He <laughs> was fucking born 2001. Already better than Mookie. Two thousand and one. Yeah, he what? That means he's what twenty then? Yeah, yeah he's twenty. That's just that, fuck, I mean, man. We're, yeah, we're getting old. You weren't. You know what, Jeff? I wish we could hear you. You batted three twenty three in Triple A, uh, on base percentage of three seventy six, seven home runs, thirty five RBIs. He's, they said that he's hitting better as an 18-year-old in single A in 2019. Um, oh, Jeff left. All right, we can't. I guess we can't end the episode until Jeff comes back and we say goodbye. Oh. Talk about man, Mookie. That, that topic, man, is. Hey, it's a it's a hot one. I got, yeah. I got a creative Twitter poll uh, on that. Well, you're uh, you missed a tornado going on in uh, near Chicago today. I, I did. I did get text messages from North Central saying that severe thunderstorm warning. So yeah. All right, you know, Jeff. So is you, oh, you know. his mic is working now. Like, Unbelievable. It's weird. You do it off your phone too. So I wonder what your phone like. Just why randomly does that? Maybe invest in some headphones, AirPods, something. Like something. Maybe, but you know, at the end of the day, I don't know. But um. No, hats off for Otani. Otani's been playing well, and I actually do want to see him in the home run derby. So, good. Jeff, are you worried about the Rays now since they called up the top prospect? No. I think, uh, I think your Red Sox now have the uh, top, uh, the best record in baseball. Doesn't belong to the White Sox anymore. Oh no, they're actually tied for it. Oh no, it belongs to the A's. No, I'm oh, not the worried. Giants I'm worried. belongs to the Giants. Who would have thought the best record would be to the Giants? Don't even get started on the Giants. Uh-oh. I like what the Giants are doing. Ethan but... didn't get his Ethan didn't get his meme shot of Joel Embiid today, and I guess the Giants are not a good topic. <laughs> All right, so well, we know, know anybody. they don't trade anybody. They don't fucking do anything. They don't do. How? They're in the same fucking division as the Padres and the fucking Dodgers, the two best teams in the league. How? Explain that shit to me. The Buster Posey effect. Oh, that's what happens when you have a when you're when you play as a team. You know who can't do that? Mookie Betts and the Dodgers. Yeah. Why? Okay, you act like Mookie Betts is the only fucking dude on that fucking team, though. You act like Mike Trout's the only dude on the Angels. 
Oh, hold on. Hey, Greg, uh, update. They had actually had an EF3 in uh, Chicago. Oh. Wow, 25 minutes ago. It'll start raining in a couple, in a couple minutes here. <laughs> so let's see. So Ethan's hot topic right now is the Giants. Jeff is anything soccer and Mookie Betts and Mike Trout. Yours um, what was mine? The Suns. I mean, but not not so much as not for not doesn't get me going compared to us. You haven't had one yet. Um, why is it the Giants? You just said because they don't do anything and they're good. You've so, been rooting for under. Hold on, you've been rooting for underdogs for as long as I can remember when we've been doing this. No, but, no, no, because no, I hate it. I hate what they're doing. They don't. They don't add any. They don't have. No, I don't. When it what? comes to baseball, no. Mostly because it's one team for me in baseball. We're the. Okay, I mean, <laughs> we're the underdogs. So wait, I want to ask you this though. Then, how do you feel about the Rays? Because they don't. Me? They don't usually. Yeah, they usually don't do anything either. And yeah, they've been good for the they past don't couple years. Do more than the Giants do. Uh, I'll give you that, but they still like. It's the, same, the most they'll the do is thing. the Rays also have a deeper farm system. Honestly, that's the only thing they do is call up prospects. So the, at least they've got the advantage there. I you don't hear anybody from like I just saw MLB's top 100. Like Giants don't have. I don't think they have many in there. Joey Bart, maybe that's the only guy I would probably recognize. And he's a catcher. Yeah, that was a weird pick. That was <laughs> and that was like two or three years yeah. ago too. They have okay. They have uh, Marco Luciano, a shortstop. Joey Bart. They have Helio yeah. Ramos and Hunter Bishop, both in the sixties. Mm-hmm. Like, a left-hander in the eighties, and that's it. Like who? Who would you say is the Giants' best player? Yastrzemski. Right. Yeah, your Simpson. Yeah. He's on my fantasy team too. So I, I mean like like Brandon Crawford. I know he had like a good couple days of like home runs yeah. and everything like that. Buster Posey's always good defensively, gives you a decent offense. Now I like he's a little older. Compared to, I, I would rather see the Giants win that division. So it just pisses off Dodger fans or Padre fans. Now, well, guess what? Now now the Dodgers are gonna trade for like, I don't know, Mike Trout or something like that. So they can start over Mookie Betts and I mean Steven Duggar right now. And three. Uh, okay, he hasn't had many at bats. So. I you know honestly, I'd rather see the Dodgers get knocked out than the Padres. But well, I like what the Giants. No, give. I mean, obviously because of Julian, give me the Dodgers. I think obviously outside of that effect, like <laughs> I, if I don't if, like the Padres, fuck them. In general, just fuck them. I like Tatis as a player. He's not like a show at all. He's a he's a, he's a great baseball player. But Manny, okay, eh. But you Darvish on the team, Caratini on the team, beautiful ballpark. Fuck the Dodgers. I hate Clayton Kershaw. Just you know, I want to keep this going because. Here's the rant for the day, boys. I mean, fuck. No, well no, 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 no. You had the rant of the day about movie bets. 
I just okay. Here's the other rant of the day. I'm I'm liking this. It's just me. So who else do you fucking hate? Who else do you fucking hate in baseball? Come on. Well, I like. I mean, I understand. Okay, you're gonna ask him questions. Let him speak. (laughs) Fair enough. My bad. Um, my worst team, my like most hated teams. Well, the White Sox, but mostly for their fan base. Um. Yeah, I don't like the Giants because they're just unconventionally winning. Um, the Milwaukee Brewers. Um, I hate Citizens Bank Park, so the Phillies. Um, I'm I'm curious, what don't you like about it? I've never been there, but it's I've a just... weird park. I I never liked the weird brick wall. I don't know. Okay. Um, I always kind of wish the Orioles were better. Not gonna lie. Um. Yeah. No, I mean, Detroit's got a cool stadium. Wish they were a little bit better. That's about it. Jeff, who do you hit in baseball? It's gonna say the Yankees. Yeah, yeah, Yankees for sure. Okay, okay, fine. Apart from the fucking Yankees, let's see. Uh, The Dodgers can kiss my ass. Um. Padres can always circling back to so the entire NL West. Uh, no, I like the Diamondbacks actually. Um, the worst team in the league. Yeah, I know. The, I know. Ironically enough. Uh, let's see. Do you want me to name every team for you so you can? Mariner fans can kiss my ass. That's a weird one. Why? Yeah, Seattle people. Yeah. I like Seattle, by the way. What do they talk about? What do they talk about? I've never seen a Mariners fan be like, just talk. I've never seen a Mariners fan in general. Anyone. I think I know. That's the other thing. Fucking lousy ass fan base. But anyway, you're going to root for a team. Actually, show your fucking pride instead of hiding like under a fucking rock because your team is shit. Anyway. Wasn't that Boston a couple of years ago, though, when they had like the worst record? No, let's see. Um, I'm kind of with Greg on this one. Let's see. Uh, White White Sox fans are fucking annoying. Make him think. Let's see. White Sox fans are fucking annoying. Uh, Cardinal fans can can blow me. Oh, yes. The St. Louis Cardinals. How could I forget that? Their fans can blow me. The team is all right. Uh, Fuck you, Jeff. Let's see. Now you want people to blow you? Where are we? Oh, oh, let's see. Oh, yeah. Then the blue, yeah. Then the Toronto fucking Blue Jays. Well, no, uh, that's just racist. What do you I have against? The, what do you have against yeah. Toronto? Because they're Canadians. Fuck, fuck the fans, but oh, they're in Buffalo. Oh no, they're in Buffalo now, right? Uh, Buffalo Blue Jays. Um, wait, what do you hate about them? I didn't hear it. The fans. Um, how do you? Yeah. What? I can understand so, hating like a one or two fans, but like you're just gonna hit every fan base. Oh yeah, I'm just when have you met a fucking Blue Jays fan? <laughs> Fuck, especially in anyway, Texas. Too. Let's see. Um, you oh, hate every fan base because yeah. every fan base hates the Astros. Let's see. The Astros. Uh, the Astros are on that list. They're on my shit list, but for different reasons. Let's see. What's the reason, Craig? Why do we? Why do we make him think? 
Well, the, it, oh, and then, and, then, and, then the, and then they'll round it off. The Phillies, the Phillies can fucking blow me for that fucking goddamn uniform. But I mean, seriously, you got you're, you're really gonna fucking. They look like fuck. They look like fucking goddamn. Uh, what's it? What's the fucking shit called? Oh, I'm never. Oh, Jeff, you tell me. They look like fucking goddamn fucking state park workers in that fucking goddamn popcorn fucking box fucking uniform looking ass shit. What so, are you talking? End the episode. End this episode. Oh my god. Well, here's the thing though, Jeff. I need no thinking, no explanation. Soccer picks. Here we go. We're going right away into this. Netherlands versus um, what? Are you, North Macedonia. Who, who are you picking? Netherlands. All right. Austria That's versus cool. Ukraine. Austria by a goal. Fun fact: the draw is the favorite in that. Um, Belgium versus Finland. Belgium by two goals. Give me those waffles, baby. And Denmark and Russia. Who are you going with? Russia. Russia by a goal. Mother Russia with Jeff. All right. Well, that was an interesting way to uh, end the podcast. Jeff, that I was, hope you sleep well tonight. That's uh, it. That's uh, it. Uh, yeah. If, if you are not a Boston Red Sox fan, Jeff hates you. Pretty much. Uh, no, that's not the that's not the take at all. That's so you should have ended it right before you even gave him a chance to talk. You should have just click. Didn't even <laughs> let me give a chance to say who I hate or anything. Unbelievable, inconsiderate. Who do you hate? We don't. You I gotta think about it, Jeff. I gotta th- take five, ten minutes to give you. You don't have to fucking name one team that you that you have. To be honest, to be honest, I don't really hate many teams. I don't like the White Sox fans. I don't like Cardinals fans. Brewer fans, I like some of them, dislike some of them, but majority White Sox. I'm not, I don't hate every fan base, right? Jean short wearing fucks. <laughs>